Chapter 5, in which Flora moves up a grade. The meeting in the staff room the next day was a grim one. Flora had run all the way from the kindergarten classroom, not daring to look into either of the others as she passed. But she couldn't help noticing as she crossed the hall that the pieces of cardboard there were bare of bait. It had all been eaten. In the staff room, her worst fears were confirmed by her father. Hyseneth had sent him out on a tour of the entire school, and he had shortly arrived back. We are alone, Flora heard him saying in funeral tones. No, we're not, said Hyseneth briskly. Here's Flora coming. That's not what I meant, said Ragged Robin. We, that is, you and me and Flora and the nine mousekins, are alone in the school. What, said Hyseneth? Has everyone else left? Everyone else is dead. There was silence. Robin had said this piece. Flora had nothing to add, and Hyseneth was thinking. At last she spoke. Flora, my girl, Hyseneth said, I owe you an apology. You have indeed saved our lives. It's just lucky that I can read, mother, Flora said. Read something for us now, said Hyseneth. Flora looked around the staff room. On one wall was a board with a great many notices pinned on it, but it was too far away for her to read the print. However, on the wall immediately behind her was a sign with two large words on it in red. Flora pointed her muzzle at it. See that, she said. Yes, they answered. Well, that says no smoking. What does that mean, they asked. I don't know, said Flora, but I dare say I shall find out one day. There are an awful lot of things I don't know. Well, I'll tell you something that I know beyond the shadow of a doubt, said Hyseneth, and that is we are leaving school. Leaving, said Ragged Robin. Why? Because, said Hyseneth, the people here obviously think that the only good school mouse is a dead school mouse, and they won't rest till they killed us too. In another few days, the mousekins will be old enough to travel, and then we're off. All of us understood. Yes, said Robin. No, said Flora. What was that, said Iseneth? No, mother, said Flora. I'm sorry, but I'm not coming. I've only had half a year of school, and I've got a great deal still to learn. I'll say you have, said Iseneth sharply. I told you once before, my girl, you think too highly of yourself. You just do as I tell you. No, mother, said Flora. Iseneth turned to Robin. Well, she said, have you no control over your children? Robin looked thoughtful. No, Heis, he said. For the first time, Flora, said Hyseneth. Are you coming with us or not? No, said Flora. Right, snapped Hyseneth. On your own head, be it. I now declare this meeting closed, and she disappeared into the hole in the baseboard. Before winter vacation ended, two things happened. First, the rodent operative paid a return visit to the school. And second, the staff room was once more free of mice. Hyseneth, Ragged Robin, and their nine new mousekins had emigrated. I've been picking up dead mice everywhere, said the caretaker when he let the rodent operative in. That stuff of yours did the trick all right. They lapped it up, they did. It's all gone, barring two baits, one in the staff room and one in here in the kindergarten room. They weren't touched. Don't know why. Funny, said the rodent operative. He tipped the uneaten musmers into an envelope. Then he caught sight of the hole in the wall above the teacher's desk. He put his nose in it and sniffed. One in there, said the caretaker. The rodent operative nodded. He opened the cupboard doors and looked in, saw the other entrance to Flora's hiding place. Watch out inside here, he said, and he took from his pocket a long, thin gadget like a button hook and poked it hard into the hole in the wall. But when he pulled it back out again, all it brought with it was a tangle of old nesting material. Flora had moved up a grade. 
Not until the caretaker had picked up the corpse, including that of poor seat William, had Flora been able to force herself to enter the first grade classroom. But she was determined to continue with her education, and she reasoned that it was time for her to move up in the school. After all, she thought, I'm older now. It was too much to hope that there would be another conveniently placed hole in the wall, and indeed there wasn't. But Flora was in luck nevertheless. Behind the teacher's desk was a long bookshelf. Like all mice, Flora could run up a sheer wall if it was a rough cast and not too high, and she got up onto the shelf without much trouble. The books on it were loosely arranged, and squeezing between two of them, Flora found that the shelf was so deep that there was plenty of room behind, room, and too spare for a schoolmouse keen to continue with her studies. She would be able to run up and down behind the line of books and peep out wherever there was space. I'll be better off then. When I was in kindergarten, she thought, I'll be able to look down on a number of children's tables as well as the teacher's desk, and there's a nice view of the blackboard. Flora waited anxiously for school to begin again. On the day before it began, there was a staff meeting. One final thing, said the headmistress to the kindergarten teacher and the first grade teacher and the part-timer who came in two days a week to take the second graders. That I know you'll be glad to hear. We are all animal lovers, I'm sure. I'm sure. But I'm happy to tell you that the city hall sent a man during vacation who has exterminated all the mice. There is not a mouse alive anywhere in the school, not one. But there was.